Hello, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Manco Logistics Show, Moving Freight with Manco. Uh, I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Uh, we are joined this morning from Manco Logistics Corporation by the National Director of Sales in the Jacksonville, Florida branch, Jaden Bratton. Hello, Jaden. How are you? Doing well, sir. It's always nice to see you. Happy Friday, gentlemen. <laughs> Happy Friday, uh, as, we, as, as we record this, and we are in a Zoom room because I am in the corporate headquarters in Rome, Georgia. Jaden, you are in Jacksonville, Florida at the branch office there, and our guest today is Martin McLeod with Green Waste Recovery, and Martin, you guys are based in San Jose, California, is that correct? That is where we're at. So uh, with the time difference, you, you've joined us very early this morning, your time, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, how how are things in California this this day? Um, we actually have a lovely day here today. Uh, should rather be anywhere but the office. <laughs> well, so, are you? Uh, well, I guess that's kind of the first question. How has the pandemic affected you and where you need to be? Can you work remotely in your capacity? Let's see. You are the carpet recycling operations manager for Green Waste, and we'll get into some of the details. But have you been able to work remotely, or do you need? Have you had to be in the office? Um, it's been mostly in the office. There's a few days I can work from home, but generally operations, I, I like to be here. I like to see what's going on. I like to have my hands on things. So I, I prefer to be in the office. And Jaden, how, uh, I mean, other than Greenways being a customer of, of Manco, uh, how did you and Martin connect? Um, we've actually been working together, uh, you know, in a freight partnership aspect, uh, for several years. Uh, we've, kind of developed into friends, uh, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, I think that we're both a similar personality type and uh, we've just had a great relationship working together for a long time. I mean, everything can go south at some point, but so far he's still <laughs> agreed to hang out with me. <laughs> Martin, he said y'all have similar personality types. I don't know if, if I should be scared uh, for the rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to get lumped into that, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Martin, uh, uh, talk to me. Give me give me some Green Waste Recovery 101. What is it you guys do? Uh, you know, I've hit your website, recycling, sustainability. What is the core mission of what you guys do at Green Waste? Um, they started out, uh, there was uh, three gentlemen uh, in the early 80s that started out wanting to just get into the yard waste business. They basically came up with a plan. They submitted it to San Jose. And the city approved their bid. So after that, they had to go out buy equipment, find a place to put it. it they literally started from scratch. Uh, since then, it's grown exponentially. We handle yard waste now for uh, San Jose, for Atherton, other surrounding communities in the greater San Jose, uh, Silicon Valley area. We handle recycling for same greater Silicon Valley area. We've gotten into eco-waste, we've gotten into e-waste, we've gotten into obviously carpet recycling now, but uh, they keep branching out, they keep doing a little bit more. It's actually a pretty exciting company to work for. We're looking at going into Northern California now, so uh, it's continuing to grow. I came in at the right time, it's been a great opportunity, Um, but their mission is to do things the right way and uh, do it as green as possible. I was going to say, in this day and age, anything with green in the corporate name, you pretty much know where they're going with it. Uh, you said you came in at the right time. What did you mean by that? How long have you been there? Um, I've been with them nine years in May. Uh, I was working for another company that was based out of Southern California. 
Uh, carpet recycling has been kind of a rough road. It, uh, first of all, when it started out, there was maybe one or two companies that were doing it and there were very few resources to move the material. So in its infancy, it was very difficult to get anything going to, to have a, a reliable component to it in regards to somewhere to take the material, uh, steady supply of the material. Now that Green Waste came on board with all the other um, attributes of the company, they, they've made it quite a bit easier to, all right, we're having a bad time. We need to move material this way. We need to move material this way. They've been able to help us in that capacity to grow and always have somewhere to reach out. So your specific responsibilities involve carpet. Uh, as I guess I think mentioned this earlier, carpet recycling operations manager. So uh, just, you know, that goes on in the world, but it's something I'm completely oblivious to. So, you know, you guys are in the business of, of <laughs> carpet recycling. Tell me a bit about it is what you do specifically. What we do specifically is we collect material here. We get it from landfills, large chain carpet stores, but basically it's all from California. Uh, that material comes to this location via uh, roll-off trucks, via container trucks, um, dry vans. But we take all of that in. It comes to our place. We unload it. We have a, um, a plastic spectrometer that tells us what kind of plastic carpet is made of. And then we sort it based on that type of plastic. It gets bailed, and then uh, we broker it to different buyers. For recycling, repurpose, Correct. and to some, some, into some other something else down the road. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, there's a lot of – Ford actually uses a lot of carpet in their car parts. So basically the carpet gets shredded down uh, depending on the polymers, nylon 6, nylon 6, 6, PET. Then it gets repelletized, and then they sell that to plastic manufacturers or chemical plants to turn it into plastic again. So, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm sitting here thinking, so anytime a house gets remodeled and the carpet gets ripped out, where does it go? Uh, hopefully it eventually goes to you guys somehow. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would hope so. We try and put the word out to let people know it's a very viable option. Well, um, I, you know, I'm from the Southeast. One of the interesting things about this show is, you know, customers are all over the country and logistics and freight is, is a nationwide thing. Um, what is the, uh, obviously, is, is California on the front end of green? Um, I'd like to think so. Uh, we, uh, seems like, uh, everybody's kind of following us, you know, uh, Washington follows what California does as far as green. Uh, usually, uh, it kind of goes that way. You'll see companies or other States take on what we're already doing. Okay. But this is the part where I can also chime in and start talking college football smack because we do dominate that. <laughs> Very good. Took longer than I thought it would. <laughs> I mean, West Coast football, please. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Jaden, what, what kind of so, – so, Martin, I guess, Jaden, whoever wants to answer this, how do you guys work together? What is it, Jaden, that Manco provides for Martin? Martin, what is it that you need from Jaden and Manco? Uh, so, I mean, we started working a couple of years ago uh, together in – it uh, started off where, you know, kind of normal. He had been getting contacted and Martin had a, a current issue at that time with their service provider. And, you know, it was a lot of missed pickups and deliveries, communication, all of your standard, you know, things you don't want from your provider. So um, Martin had reached out to me and kind of gave me a shot. And we, through getting some of the details worked out together, it ended up turning into a very uh, consistent schedule and 
developed a great relationship with his buyers, you know, that he's brokering the product to. And so that also made things much easier for him on the other end, uh, because now he's, you know, he knows he can trust me to do what I say I'm going to do, but also his customer has that same comfort level. Um, so it, it kind of overlapped into a lot of good things. And that's why we're still working together to this day. And we're on this call right now. Yeah, Martin, is most of it, uh, is, is most of it that Manco helps you with? Is it, is it inbound to you or is it after you've packaged it and you're selling it and Manco takes it, takes it out to your customers? Generally they handle the outbound, but Jaden's been very helpful when I have, uh, I call them odd jobs. <laughs> uh, a lot of the material that gets to us, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the companies that we take the material in from, they basically handle their freight and that's in that aspect. I handle the outbound stuff. I try and uh, let the other companies handle it as best they can. But in this circumstance, when we met, I had a couple of odd jobs where I was like, hey, I, I know this is kind of weird, but can you arrange for a flatbed to go pick up this over in this area? It's got to sit there for an hour. And he was always very reliable, go-to kind of guy. So it was uh, right away I liked him. I was like, I can count on them. And wherever he went, I'm going to follow him. So good. So th- that's great news to hear. <laughs> Manco loves hearing that from its customers. So it, w- when you're, you're inbound stuff, is it all just, is it all just California or do you have, do you have inbound from other States? Um, rarely we get stuff from other States. Uh, we just did actually, oddly enough, we just did the, the Honolulu airport. So they, uh, I know they ship material over here. They were desperate to get recycling. So yeah, they ship material over here, and uh, we took care of that. But generally, everything we do is in California. And what are your what are your normal outbound routes and destinations? Um, right now, that's kind of been a bit of a struggle, just because, as you guys know for sure, uh, fuel prices are up. There's fewer truckers on the road. Freight rates are up. We were sending some material to Georgia. We were sending some material to North Carolina. But right now, it's been locally, uh, mostly in California and Phoenix, Arizona. So, okay, how did you, you, I think you said you've been there like nine years. What, what is your professional background? How does, how does, how did you get where you got? That is an interesting story. <laughs> well, am, this, is, this is a podcast. That's what this is for. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I lived in Idaho for quite a while. I was working in a sawmill as a saw filer. I met uh, a girl <laughs> on, the, on Facebook. <laughs> She, she talked me into moving. I grew up in California, but she talked me into moving back. I came out here, not a lot of sawmills in the Bay Area. So uh, uh, my brother-in-law was doing, a, he had just started up this carpet recycling business. He needed an operations guy. I went through the interview process and uh, his partner group decided I was the guy. I've been doing it ever since. Okay. When you say your brother-in-law, is this your sister's husband or was is this the brother of the girl you chased? <laughs> no 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 this is my sister's husband. okay what happened to the girl what happened to the girl you chased back to california <laughs> she's uh she's married to me now standing at home with the goats <laughs> martin uh he's, he's got a couple of goats and i think that they're more like his kids at this point because I'll shoot uh, him a text on a Friday and be like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, how's it going? He's like, Oh, I'm out back with the goats. He sends me a picture and I'm like, oh, dang, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, they're, they're interesting something. guy. <laughs> so how does, how does one become a goat 
owner, herder, shepherd, whatever it is. Um, you marry a wife that says, I want all the animals all the time. So do you all have a lot of land? Um, not a lot. It's an acre uh, near Monterey. So the goats just roam around the one acre? Uh, I give them about a quarter of an acre. I've got plants I'd like to keep. <laughs> okay. So uh, sawmiller, to, with the fact that you guys aren't in retail, um, how how do you guys conduct your business? Is it just word of mouth? How do you how do you get your 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 name out there? Um, some of it's word of mouth, but being that we're on the internet, you you were able to look us up. People that want to buy the material, look it up and just say, okay, who has carpet? Who has fiber? Uh, I've done some stuff like on Alibaba, that kind of thing for overseas. But we try to avoid overseas because that's always a problem getting paid. But um, oh, that's interesting. The, a lot of the chemical manufacturers reach out to other plastic so uh, plastic providers. So the plastic providers, the companies that process this, reach out to brokers to try and get more material. So, like, what would be your, which hopefully Manco has solved? What are your biggest headaches in trying to get freight moved? Is it just un, you know unreliability or? Um. Yeah, that's what it's it's been before, and what that's why we went with Manco. I would have customers customers calling me saying the load didn't show up on time. Drivers were rude. I'd have drivers come in here that wouldn't show up on time. Loads that were days late. And it's not, it's inconvenient. So I I prefer, I mean, I'm kind of a little bit anal, I guess, a little ADD. I want my stuff picked up when I want it picked up. And Manco has been able to do that for me. So then with, with that peace of mind, you're able to do, other things that you need to do during the day and not worry about that. I would imagine a hundred percent true. Exactly. Uh, uh, that's just one thing. One less thing on my plate is have to worry about, Oh no, is my load going to get picked up today? And how does that help you perform in your other areas? Like <laughs> increase focus, better attention to detail, things like that. Absolutely. And then there's other, uh, other obligations that the MRF manager is asking me to take on. So I can, I can, kind of spread out into other parts of what the recycling company is doing as well. Gotcha. Jaden, he mentioned odd jobs. Uh, how, how often do, do those things come along? Um, I mean, I think that they come along at their own discretion. Uh, you know, I'd say a couple a year if, if I had to really pin something down. Um, but uh, those things usually, if it's not within our normal scope of practice with our, you know, relationship with greenways you know we ask a couple of d- different questions more in depth and you know so we, we're basically having to get to know a new shipper and a new receiver even though we're working with our existing customers so it's a whole new concept and for all we know it might be something that we end up enjoyed doing and we might end up focusing on trying to go out and seek more of that type of business or we reach out to a certain carrier company that we wouldn't normally come across and perhaps that carrier does a great job for us well now we've just added one more great relationship for us and what we do. And we took care of Martin's needs. I mean, there was one time he called me and said, Hey man, uh, can you get me a flatbed to go pick up a golf cart? And I was like, dude, what the heck are you doing recycling a golf cart? He's like, no idiot. We're using it to drive people around the facility. I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right. That makes way more sense. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so is, but is most of it, uh, just traditional drive and outbound, Nothing, nothing has to be done special because it's recyclable, or is it just tr- kind of traditional freight? 
it's just traditional. You might want to clean up the drive-in a little better so you don't have dirty carpet in it. But yeah, other than that, it's it's pretty much. And how do you find your, you mentioned that it comes from landfills and all that. How do you find it all? Um, there's an organization that helps with that. Uh, they're called CARE, Carpet America Recovery Effort. They're actually based in Dalton, Georgia. Um, it's made up of a lot of the carpet manufacturers and then an advisory board. So what they're doing in California, they have an employer responsibility. So the people that manufacture the carpet pay a small subsidy to, uh, to people like me, brokers and processors. So this organization CARE goes out and spots trailers. They spot uh, at different locations, landfills, some small carpet stores. So basically we get a lot from them, but we also have our own clientele. We have a sales and marketing rep that'll go out and uh, find carpet for us. You mentioned Dalton, of course, our, our headquarters here at Manco is in Rome, Georgia. You know, that's just a short drive up the road to Dalton. Uh, not very far at all. The carpet capital of the world as they, as they build themselves. That's the place. (laughs) Martin, did, did you, uh, you mentioned you you had a sawmilling past and you chased a woman back to California, but when did you, when, when did you discover your love for carpet and recycling it? Um, (laughs) Love strong. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's fascinating. It's what, starting out in the infancy and watching it grow, watching it develop to where we, we have struggles where there's basically four polymers that carpet are made of. You have nylon 6, nylon 6, 6, PET, and PP. There was times when we could only move nylon 6. So we were taking 25% of the carpet that we were selling and landfilling 75%. Uh-huh. We're at a point now where we're landfilling virtually nothing. My landfill is now probably my residual for last week was 15% of our total inbound. It's never wow. been like that. So th- this to me is finally a time that I've been waiting for for nine years where everything is moving. All products are moving on all fronts and literally our only waste are the small pieces, a little bit of scraps and whatever little bit of trash they put in the dumpsters. But other than that, or the trailers, other than that, everything is really firing in all cylinders. So. For me, for West, the sales and marketing rep, this is what we've been waiting for. This is really a good time for us. Well, that's actually great news. Love hearing about businesses hitting their sweet spot and growing and all that. How, how big a company is Green Waste? Like how many employees do you have? Things like that. Oh, good Lord. Uh, between all the divisions, I would say probably 5,000. Wow. Okay. Um, it's a good size company, yeah. And, and uh, how big is your division? Um, small to say, I'm like a, a pimple on a gnat's ass. <laughs> we've, we've got, uh, I've got four guys that work for me. I got a sales and marketing manager and then there's me. Uh, and then there's you. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's kind of the go-to guy out there with a lot of other different projects and divisions. Uh, just, you know, over the years of us working together, I mean, a, it's been really interesting and, you know, I've really enjoyed watching his company grow and, you know, all the new things that he just discussed, you know, he's mentioned those to me a, a year ago or two years ago or whenever. Um, so it's awesome to see that growth, you know, together, um, you know, and I've also you know made progress and, you know, with our company here at Manco, he's gotten to see it go from when I was working on a foldable Walmart uh, table in my office and uh, it was me and one other guy. And now we've got, you know, our four branches and all of our you know employees that we have. So, you know, we've done that together. Um, and he's also, like I said, the guy everyone goes to. I mean, that guy, what time do you say you get there at like 3 a.m. every day? 
I get up at 3 a.m. I get here between 4.30 and 5. There you go. Wow. And how late do you stay? Um, usually about 3 p.m. Yeah. Well, that's a long day. Um, and, and do you need to do that to be – and I was going to say, do you have to kind of schedule your shift that way to be on time with the rest of the country because you're California based or is it, is it more about what you got to do daily? That doesn't hurt, but being that garbage starts so early, uh, those trucks are on the road early and I help out in other aspects of our recovery facility. So I just like to be here early if they need me and it helps to have a little bit of quiet time, get your emails caught up, that kind of thing. Garbage starts so early. I never thought about it, but of course it does. Um, yes, sir. I, this is a silly little question, but I just kind of want to have a little fun <laughs> over the years. You must've seen some really ugly carpet come in. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to start. People are disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm not, well, I hadn't even thought about that. Just dirty, nasty carpet from spills and stains and what have you, but just, oh, yeah, just yeah. ugly carpet, like 1970s shag or what have you, different colors. Like what, oh, yeah. what, what oh, do you, yeah. what do you got for me? Give me a story. We've got some avocado green. It matches your refrigerator. Come on. We got the good stuff. That's it's like Brady Bunch. Exactly. <laughs> We've yeah. seen some uh, really old shag pile that actually was made with the hemp backing. Big yellow pile, probably, you know, inch and a half, two inches. Oh, stunning. <laughs> have, have you ever, again, I'm digressing. Have you ever visited Graceland in Memphis, Elvis's home? No, sir. <laughs> well, what's what's interesting is uh, I would tell anybody going on it's fantastic if you like Elvis, but the house is smaller than you think. Uh, it's a big house, but it's smaller than you think. But they preserved it basically from when he passed away in the seventies. So it's uh-huh. it's it's got glamour to it, but it's also got nineteen seventies to it. You know, it's got big stamp. Nice. It's got nice furniture and a great dining room table, but then there's carpet, <laughs> and then there's uh, in his in his pool table room. There's like felt up the side, up this, up to, across the ceiling and the walls, and uh, so yeah, it's a it's a time machine, definitely. So it's funny you start mentioning shag carpet. I think of Graceland and the Brady Bunch. I don't know why. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> do, yeah. do, do you ever you know save any of it and just keep it in your office there? No, sir. No. no. <laughs> Uh, and so, well, uh, I appreciate your time. We're, we're, we're coming down the stretch here. So what, what's the plan? Just keep guy, keep doing what you're doing and you guys are still growing and, and the, the goal is just onward yeah. and upward. Sure. The company, I mean, they're still growing, they're expanding, they're looking at new markets, they're looking at opening uh, new recovery, recovery facilities in different parts of California, even looking at the potential of Oregon, Washington. Uh, they're going to continue to expand. My department is the same as you're talking about the shag carpet. We might have a bit of a timestamp in regards to not a lot of people put carpet in their homes anymore. So um, I'm also looking at different avenues in the recovery facility. But for right now, we're, we're doing pretty well. I plan on continuing to do this as long as they'll have me and uh, branching out into other parts of uh, green waste as the, the opportunities arise. Well, I mean, what was your, you, you mentioned sawmilling, but did you, did what was you, what business, I guess, skill set served you the most um, in your current job? Did you have to get educated in something or? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I mean, I was always strong in math. I was always strong in English. So I that helped quite a bit. But it's basically having to learn the stuff on the computer, uh, Microsoft, PowerPoint, Excel, that kind of thing. 
Um, once I got more adept at that, it became quite a bit easier. But uh, my brother-in-law was a uh, computer engineer, so he helped me quite a bit. Right. And then you just, uh, it was funny, you started mentioning a few a little while ago the, the different types of carpet chemical fiber or whatever. You sounded like a chemist to me um, with what you learned. But the fact is, the point of that story was, you used to you used to be able to only to keep and recycle. What well, I think you said twenty five percent, but now your number is yeah. It's it's which I guess is the whole point is to continue to grow and and recycle and things like that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, Jaden, tell me about your relationship here with Martin and how we hope it continues to grow. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, and we've gone over, we've got a pretty decent amount of history together. Um, I intend to continue to do things the right way and be the person that he can go to when he's got the normal jobs as well as the odd jobs. Um, as long as it's not any of that shag carpet stuff, but uh, <laughs> just being there and being the people that he can call when he's in a pinch. Uh, yeah. I feel like if that's uh, the service that we can offer and that helps him in any way, then I'm certainly hoping that we can continue to have the opportunity to do that. Um, so Martin, what is, how can people learn more about what you guys do? Uh, you'll, if you'll provide the website or social media or whatever, what's, what's the best way for people to, reach out to you and maybe learn more about green waste or reach out to you directly. Um, you can certainly go to our website, greenwaste.com. Uh, there's multiple tabs. You can click on the carpet recycling tab. You can tip, tip on or tap on any of the other divisions we have. There's anchor recycling. You can look up that. That's um, actually another division of ours. They're a C and D recycler. One of the largest in Northern California. C and, uh, C and D meaning construction and demolition recycling. Okay. They actually process and uh, same, same thing. Their, their uh, residual rate is about 15% of all C and D that comes in there, which is unheard of in that industry. Um, we have Zanker in Sacramento. We have uh, green waste in Palo Alto. There's a lot of avenues, but if you go to greenwaste.com, you can look up a lot of information about us. Fantastic. Jaden, if people want to reach out to you at, at our Jacksonville branch as director of national sales, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, well, as always, they can go to our website, mancolog.com. Uh, we've got a couple of different branches they can pick from if they are looking for something regional. Um, and if they have any sales questions or inquiries, they can look at our contact tab. That's got my direct email at sales at mancolog.com. Fantastic. Well, Martin, we appreciate your time. Any final thoughts that you want to share with us from Green Waste? Uh, no, just, uh, let's keep it green, keep recycling and, uh, too good for the planet. And for you kids listening out there, you can always chase your dreams by following a woman. <laughs> oh, right, Martin. Uh, worked out for me. <laughs> all right. Thank well, you. We should all do it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I do appreciate it. Um, you have been listening to the Manco Logistics Show, Moving Freight with Manco. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.